<laughs> we are back again. Oh, wow, the dynamic duo. Hey, come on. We're back at it again. Lads, lads, lads. You're a true fan, you're a true icon if you recognise that intro. Honestly, um, I don't know if that will give you a hint. Anyway, first, before we start talking, welcome back to the Unbothered Podcast. <laughs> I didn't forget the name of the podcast this time. Amen. Um... This is episode four, yes, I think. It is, yeah. We've tried to be consistent. Sorry for the delays. Obviously, adult life gets tough, Oof. but we made it, and we are here. So, from the intro, mm. I don't know if you can guess what we're mm. going to talk about because mm. it was pretty big. Oh, when was it? When was the performance? Oh, that performance. I mean, it was in April. I can't remember the exact day for Baychella. But we all know it was around about April. And but I could be wrong. Yeah. And Twitter went crazy. Everyone Ooh. went crazy. Honestly. Um, I think that was her like her first major performance in a while since having like the, the twins, twins and, and probably blue as well. Yeah, and looking just looking after blue and keeping her life private yeah. as per usual. That's it. <sighs> but I never thought this episode would come south. Lola. I've been dreaming of dates like this. Like, if you don't know Simbi, Simbi's like the biggest <sighs> biggest Beyonce fan um I think I've slightly been converted because we went to see her a few weeks ago yeah like I've always been a fan of Beyonce Mm -hmm. but not like Bayhive worthy do you know what I mean like 100% like you're no fancies you're queen yeah but with Beyonce I could do like all of her dance routines because her, her like her music is iconic that's it she is a great performer but I just I thought she was overrated but sis the work ethic that this woman Ooh, has honestly and truly is nuts it's nuts it's just through the roof but i mean we did, did know that i mm. mean she puts in work she represents female empowerment she represents just true excellence and the beauty of what it really means to be a woman and the power of it and i just think honestly that performance that we went to if you don't know we saw uh jay-z and beyonce we are on the run tour two that's it come on don't forget the two that's it bonnie and clyde part two all i need in this life is is me and my jesus me and my jesus come on come through but oh my god like the performance didn't do you know i'm not even gonna lie it is it was kind of a scam if you have seen her before because there was nothing new about the routine. Routines. Apart from the fact it stems from Beychella, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, it was the same dance routines as well from even the music videos. And Formation Tour. And Formation Tour. Um, but I was just glad to see her actually in the flesh and like, I think it's a once in a lifetime thing to be able to see some of your favourite artists mm-hmm. live in the flesh. So it was a good opportunity to go to, but the whole experience, I won't lie, I'll never do that again. It was insane. Like that whole, should we talk about that process before we even got there? Because we yeah. need to let the people know if they're really into actually seeing performances, like performers, sorry, on this scale. Yeah. You have to prep. In but... stadiums, sis. Oh, and you're you standing. Need, you need to look after heat. yourself. Do not come and kill yourself. That's it. I, like, multiple times throughout the day, I said, I'm not going to kill myself for Beyonce. Everyone else can. Yeah. But I got a life to live. She ain't paying my bills, boo. Okay? So, from the morning, we got there early. Oof. I mean, 
we got I got there at 9.40 and I proceeded to wait for my friend <laughs> no sorry I got there at 9.10 and I waited for my friend for 9, half 10. an hour Matthew. yeah for half an hour so me and my best friend went shout out to Maya uh, we waited for 30 minutes for our friend to come. Shout out to Joanne. Come on. My Don. Shout out. We're waiting on that platform. We arrived there at 9. We came, kind of arrived there at 10. We arrived at the site where we were supposed, supposed to be, obviously. Mm. But uh, it was wild. Like, nobody was... It was quite bare, wasn't it? Especially with Satter's side. Yeah. Her side was hella bare. And then yeah. we kept on hearing that, oh our side like because we were standing in the east side pitch yeah so we kept on hearing from our amazing friend Aman who slept overnight shout out laptop. to Aman like, shout out he honestly. always does the most bro we used to him we, we stand a living honestly, legend I said we vicariously slept through the night like with him he as was supportive mates. on it honestly he shout out to Aman like the biggest love oh, out to you bro wow. because we don't even know how you did it honestly like imagine a whole Mac a whole loose duvet. You're sleeping a whole night. <laughs> Even me, I love Beyonce, but that's a testing time <laughs> and a testing season. But yeah, so obviously on on our end, on my end, well, me and my best friend, we were. I was nervous. I was thinking, raw is the line's gonna be so like long? I'm, does that mean I'm just gonna be standing and seeing a dot? Even though I paid all this money, lol. You know, obviously, because you start having all these thoughts in your mind, and mm. then we waited for like queued up for like ten hours, in it. Ten hours. I said people really. Five times two, two times five. Do you know what's so funny? Nine plus one. What was hilarious is when the gates opened to even get to security check. It was nuts. It was like animals. It's because it felt like we were in cages, literally. And then they released the thing, and then they had security guards trying to stop us from running. Literally, people just ran. Ran. People just ran, and I was like, I was one of them, so. I was one I, of them. I, I swerved. I swerved the lane like this security guard is arms Scr- out, and I went. Scratch. That was it. I went underneath. But it like was a Lambo. Nuts. Come on, come on. The car is shining out. But it was nuts. But um, yeah, really and then we were standing. You know, because that was it was released at three. The barriers were pushed aside yeah. about that three, and, and then, then everyone standing outside their turnstile. Imagine. And even during during that, like even though bear in mind the turnstiles was meant to open at five, it ended mm. up open at five forty. Yeah. But people were still running, and, and and we were just thinking, why are you running? Like that was the real definition <laughs> of why are you running? If you're gonna have to wait two hours, why are you running? <laughs> Foolish jokes. So anyway, why are you running? Did you sit down when you got to your bit? I sat. No, down. No, we were still standing. Our squad sat down. We were still because standing. Because we were like, what's the point of us standing for an extra two hours, considering the fact that we're gonna have no, to stand the whole night? People were pushing. So we. We stood and then at quarter to five, we then proceeded to stand up. And people were pushing like it was so packed. I thought, wow, this is really the last time I'm going to be on this earth. I was no, like, wow. Honestly, it was mad. Like it was crazy. And as somebody who like suffers from anxiety, I would say it was kind of the best experience for you because it's your worst nightmare that has happened. So now I know that's happened. I can pretty much deal with a lot more now. Because yeah. literally, like, you're, you're forced to feel people sweat on your back. You're forced to literally be in a tough, in a tight spot, extremely tight for about 40 minutes. So would you say it's, like, mind... Because uh, I don't want to sound, like, offensive to people that no, struggle with anxiety, no, of course, of but course, of course. do you feel like it's mind over matter? Because you you struggling with that, and then you, you kind of see that there's a greater purpose to go through that anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like you kind of mentally prepared yourself 
to kind of overcome your anxiety just to see Beyonce? That's mad. That's actually a very good question. But no, like, I truly didn't know that it would be grand on that scale because I have seen Beyonce before, but I've been sitting. Mm. So I've never really had to deal with that. Like, yes, there is a bit of, like you know, there's a bit of crampedness going on and things mm. are a bit intense mm. in terms of the fact that, like, obviously when you're walking towards the stadium, it's quite compact and when you're getting your, your tickets checked, it's quite compact. But because this is the first time that I I stood for Beyonce, I've stood before, it was on such a grand scale that, um, that yes, I would partially say, I would agree with you, yes, I know, because I kind of thought, well, I'm going to do what I have to do to see Beyonce because, you know, if you know me, <laughs> I will do what I need to do. That's it to see her but i didn't also think that the anxiety was would be on that scale and then hence experiencing it because i think i was so exhausted because you've been waiting for like 10 hours i was so exhausted my body didn't even have that much effort and time to even have an anxiety attack like i was so tired i was like i don't even have the time i don't even have the energy to even have this anxiety attack but i would say to an extent that's true but then to an extent it's not but i would say it's just anxiety sort of stems from as well like paranoia a lot of it mm. yeah because for me i don't like people coming within a close proximity to me yeah and i'm always thinking of the worst in terms in social situations so i would say there are definitely mind games that do occur okay yeah so three tips for people that struggle with anxiety okay and are going to like big concerts like that yeah i'd say first thing breathe and i know it sounds stupid but i've tend to find that like when i usually have anxiety attacks or when i'm thinking in my mind's in an anxious state i don't breathe like literally i do not breathe properly Mm. um so i'd say one thing is breathe second thing i would actually advise is that you wear light clothing clothing that you know is breathable Mm. so you want to be wearing things that are like chiffon Mm. you want to avoid things that are sort of you want to wear cotton you want to avoid colors that are dark especially if it's hot Mm. you want to avoid things that will trap your body and trap your sweat glands Mm. because when i get really anxious it's very easy for me to sweat and um yeah you want to wear light clothing as well because that helps you to breathe Mm. and it allows air to flow flow through and so it keeps you calm as well Mm. and the last tip that i would say is just focus on the bigger picture so yes you're going to be squished for now but in the next sort of couple of minutes or hours you're going to be having the best time of your life mm. and it's always funny because people suffer with anxiety you always experience that contrast it's the it's the process of getting to to um the destination or the thing that you want to enjoy that is actually where the anxiety occurs but when you're actually doing the thing your anxiety really isn't there well for me anyway my anxiety yeah. sort of goes once i've achieved that goal so also if you don't know about it you're probably living under a rock but during that weekend of um, On The Run... Yes. During the performances, or at the end, when she finished her London dates, she released... They released an album. Yes, The Carters. The Carters. Everything is love. Everything is love. Um, and Tidal went crazy that night, actually. Insane. Um, Tidal insane. was... Popping. It like no one could get onto Tidal because I remember my friend she messaged me and she was like oh my gosh I have to redo my trial now I have to think of a new email address to get Trust that trial me. Um, and I was like sis <laughs> I've never had Tidal so I could just get it um, but Did I you do that 
yeah, so I'm gonna cancel my um <laughs> title. Sis. Ten pounds for what? Sis, I'm paying five pounds for Spotify. So um yeah, what do you think about the way she dropped the album? And then what do you think of the album? I think the way that she dropped the album was beautiful because I think I think the Carters um an aspect as to why they're so famous and they're on that large scale is because they tend to also listen to their fans. So I think because like even the nature of the fact that they started the um they started the tour here in London, like because a lot of people complained that with On the Run they didn't have On the Run in London. They just did it in Paris and and like other countries. Oh and really? Stuff. Yeah, they never did it here. So they listened to their fans and then it's sort of like they gave that extra welcome. So that's one reason. I think a second reason is that they know their they don't only know their fans, but they sort of give them material that they need and they their ear there is sonically and where they're positioned in the culture they're old enough now that obviously they can't be talking about like selling dope and all these things like jay-z for example because he's past that yeah that's not where he's at now yeah and with beyonce she's not going to be talking about the struggles that she experienced and maybe like her mom making her her costumes and stuff like that because she's in a different place Mm. so it's the fact that they come from a place of growth but then they also genuinely come from a place of um, relatability because of the way that their characters um, are in terms of their stage presence and also um, in terms of who they are as people. I think they're just very humble, very normal black family who just happen to have loads of money. Like, of course they're talented and stuff like that, but if you exclude that, they're very down to earth and they just have loads of money and they're chilling. So I think that's why they did as well because of that relatability. And their ability to sort of um, work with the culture and not against it. Because I think a lot of the older rappers are like, oh my gosh, like, we're so, like, we can't be listening to this rubbish or trap beats and everything and everything. But they actually go, no, we accept the reality for what it is and how it's changing. And rather than us, like, you know, bad-mouthing it, we're going to put empowering things and empowering messages whilst using those beats and talking about how we can all better ourselves. I mean, who doesn't want to listen from advice to two billionaires mm. <laughs> what's better than one billionaire two if you know the 444 line if you already didn't know where that comes from come on but um the Carter's album incredible i loved it but i think there was a sense that i couldn't relate to some of the material as much as i would have because i'm not married i think it's an album that you would appreciate a lot more if you're married because you're, you're seeing that the growth of their relationship and past the hardships and listening to like also a lot of interviews of people like and what they thought of it and they're married they were like trust me if you're married and you listen to this album it will impact you even further but for me it impacted me the most like i love it i love the themes it's so empowering ape is my song i love that friends i mean it's just facts if you ain't got real friends (laughs) sort it out (laughs) (laughs) it's not everyday quantity means that you know the level of authenticity there's Mm. power in smaller numbers come on that's another topic within self-care that we'll touch on come on but yeah no that's how i felt about it what about you and it's just so empowering that's really people man that's really interesting um let me ask this question before i forget so do you not feel like the whole dropping an album mysteriously without any warning is a bit gimmicky because the first time she tried it was with Beyonce, Beyonce album. album and she just dropped it at a random time she didn't tell anyone um which I live for and a couple of other famous or 
celebrities have done the same thing as well. Mm. So do you not feel like it's a bit gimmicky? Because it was a bit random how they just dropped the album. Um, like after they finished their UK dates. Mm. It's like, why UK dates? Why not US after they finished the whole tour? Like, it was a bit random, do you not think? Or do you think it was a genius, like, business plan? I think, if you ask me authentically, I think it's neither. I think it's the fact that both of them are such established artists to the point where they have so much um, creative control over themselves now because, respectively, they've got their own labels. I think they're so confident in themselves and their business is so established and they know that. They don't take that for granted, of course. And they're not cocky with that, but they're confident with that. Mm. And I think they have enough confidence in their audience to sort of know that I'm just going to release this because it probably felt right to them at the time. I think long are the days where they sort of have to prove their um, themselves in the music game. Yeah. Like, they're so well established that they probably... I genuinely believe that they're probably like, oh, do you want to drop it on that day? Cool, we're going to drop it. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like, I feel like Drake could do the same thing, for example. I'm not saying he's on the same level. No. I could never. Because um, you know how I feel about them both. I could never. But um, I am saying that they have that creative control. Mm. But apparently, and they're so relaxed that they could do it. But apparently That's the album think. actually was not finished. The album wasn't finished when they dropped it. Well, maybe they've but got they, more songs. they gave them, um, they gave their people deadline to like finish it so they can release, it, just drop it. Mm. So do you think if they had extra time or yeah. if they wanted to, they could have probably perfected it a bit more? Because I feel like I've heard a few people say they didn't really enjoy it that much. And I felt like that the first time I listened to it because I was really expecting like, you know, there's really exciting songs that will get you hyped like ape um shit like that's the only really dancey track on the album and the rest of them it's more like heard about us as well but that gives you more of like roller skate 80s vibes yeah blow vibes so the album's more like you could just sit down with your mates barbecue kind of like um Mm. vibes you know what i mean it's not like a proper dancey like hype hype club but I don't think it was designed to be that because it's okay. like a it's a combination of four forty four and lemonade and sort of establishing this is where we're at yeah. as a family and as a unit. That's why I think I think those people don't like it because again, and it makes sense, it's like how I was saying before, you're not gonna understand the full totality of the album because it's aimed towards people. Like of course it's aimed to us, but mainly it's aimed to married couples. Do you see what I mean? Like I truly believe that I will never be able to experience the full totality of lemonade for example because i've never been cheated on yeah yeah but i'm sure somebody then, who listens to that they're able to they might not like the songs necessarily on that level but they would understand the depth of it like i don't think it was meant to be yeah. like i think a lot of people probably thought that this the carter's album was going to be a combination of beyonce the self-titled album and the blueprint mm. or they thought it was going to literally be like a watch the throne yeah. that's what they were expecting and yeah. i think I think they're disappointed because it didn't adhere to their expectations. Bear in mind, they never threw out any expectations. But are you saying that... So maybe they're disappointed. Are you saying that you can't really enjoy the full totality of music if you can't relate to it? So, like, you know, LMA came out, booed up, pretty bad, booed up. What? But I'm single and I've never been booed up. So does that mean I can't enjoy the song fully because I, I've never been bored up? Like No, you can enjoy it. I just I don't think it's got to do with the level of enjoyment. I think it's got to do with the level of understanding. 
Do you see what I'm saying? So you can't like you, will, if you haven't experienced it. You, I mean, it's kind of like sort of. It's like how we're talking about black struggle. Okay. Yeah. And other ethnic minorities. I know this might seem deeper. Other ethnic no, minorities sense. might actually experience the struggle, but they're never going to experience the black struggle. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And we're yeah. never going to understand their struggle. Yeah. Respectively. So I think you can obviously enjoy the full totality enjoyment is out of question you can enjoy that to mm. that level but i think there's always going to be we'll understand it maybe 98 percent, but we're not going to understand that two percent if we truly have never experienced it like with me there's aspects of lemonade that that album that i completely understand because she's talking about the struggles of a black woman because i am a black woman so yeah. i i not only i enjoy it because obviously i'd enjoy it regardless but I understand it, so it's even more intensely powerful towards me, but I can only speak for myself. Maybe people would say otherwise, but me talking for myself, I truly think that if you're talking from certain experiences, you're not going to be able to understand the full totality of it. Like, you're not going to understand the full totality and experience necessarily the same pain that she felt. Mm. Like, with Don't Hurt Yourself... I will sing that to the top of my lungs and I will feel angry at imaginary babe that does not exist. <laughs> However, I will truly never know how that feels like. Yeah. Like, and to overcome that and yeah. then listen to that song. Yeah. And hopefully you never will. So, um, if it happens. Best track on the Carter 7. I mean, Ooh! everything is love. Everything's love. Oh, gosh. I mean, for me, it's joint. I really like Heard About Us. Um, oh my gosh, that's really hard. You can't be asking me questions like this, Sal. Lol, choose that's one. That's like asking me your favorite. Choose Rihanna one. Song. Ah. You see what I'm saying? Take you can't back. do that. Hey. What's double your money? You'll make a stack. Choose one. Oh my gosh, you can't tell me that. Okay. Which one? Okay, which one have you listened to the most? That's a very good point. Um. This is hard. Okay, I'll, I'll try and be quick. I feel like the pressure is on. <laughs> they have, don't judge me. Um, I've really been listening to Ape Ship. I would say that's my favourite one as Stop well. my money, go ahead, go. That's yeah. it. Go. Did you watch that video? It actually cracks me up because Jay's doing the ad lips. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. His lips are really moving. The video is amazing as well. Oh, but listen, if we start if we start talking about I need to this, go to the loo. this podcast will never end. I need to go there this and hide that podcast place. will never end. Me and you need to recreate it. Mate. That's Jumping it. off the stage, how? Jump it, jump it. Hey, hey, crowd what? better say that. This is what we made. This is how we made. This is what we thought. Put some respect on my check. Ooh, pay me in equity. Pay me in equity. Watch me refer on the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so going on to our next topic, we know that Beyonce oh. is an extremely private person. We thank God. And um, a, a lot of people actually don't like her for that because they want her to be doing interviews and all that stuff. Yes, of course, but of course. obviously she's successful mm. without having to sell a personality because her That's talent it. just sells... Overrides everything. Yeah, it sells itself, which is probably the ideal place where celebrities want to be. It's facts, you know. Um, So I was telling Cindy, like, I feel like her privacy is her own version of self-care for her and protecting her family isn't it mm. so and keeping to keep a sane mind really. obviously we're gonna talk about the whole idea of self-care and why it's important and why we should do it yeah and probably some tips of course on of how course. to like look after yourself 100 percent. and because self-care is extremely important and i feel like it's only become something that's really talked about yeah as like 
I've grown older. Yeah. Because when I was like 18, 17, 18, 19, it wasn't about self-care. It's just about hustling hard mm, and, and getting, in. yeah, fitting in, getting to the next place. But now I'm an adult and I've got my job and I've got um, my next career move. Like, Jeez. what is the next step? It's to Money look after yourself. Money day. That's yeah. it. That's it. Money That's it. Day. Next, like, next all question. you have to do is just look after yourself. And it's really important, especially in this day and age of... Um, societal pressures and pressures from your own self mental health especially within the black or um poc community we don't really talk about mental health Mm -hmm. because my mom said in the past like depression doesn't exist in africa wow but sis it does it's just we don't call it um depression yeah we just say that that person's crazy Mm. or has been cursed or babalawo has just got them (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So it's just um, why is self care important for our generation, and why? How comes we've come? Question. How comes we've become so aware of it? Um, can you just repeat the first bit? Because I want to. I think that would be a nice, like, sort of title for that, so that people can sort of stop um, and you know. What is self care? Um, I think that self care, quite simply, is looking after yourself and making sure that in mind spirit and in flesh that you are healthy Mm. and you're in a state where you are not only happy with yourself in terms of your appearance but happy with your your thoughts and you're at peace with yourself Mm. and you understand that the way that you've been designed and created is perfect for you Mm. and that you're unperfectly perfect Mm. yeah i think self-care for me is like what cindy said it's it's looking after your whole well-being, mm. mind, spirit, soul, emotional, physical, intellectual, all the alls, do you know what I mean? Like, everything about you, everything that makes you you is looking after yourself mm. so that you can live out your full potential mm. and um, just draw what you need for you. Mm. Um, so I think it's very important to put yourself first mm. when it comes to certain things yeah um it's hard for me to say that because i'm a christian and we believe that we need to put others first yeah and but, serving yeah yeah and serve others mm. but it's having that balance between looking after yourself and still loving others because yes. you can't love others if you don't love yourself yeah like love yeah. your neighbour as you love yourself that's isn't it that's it 100% come on you're a vessel so I mean so yeah you need to you need to be um, full of love before yes. you can give that out you don't want to pour out of an empty cup that's it um, so what does self care look like for you I think self care like for you personally how do you look after yourself I look after myself I think by giving myself rest um, mm. by journaling yeah um for me because i'm a christian as well through prayer and communicating with god Mm. um i also think that it's also about treating yourself every once in a while because some days you just feel like you know what i need to i need to wear an outfit that looks nice Mm. or i need to make sure i have nice bundles or nice braids (laughs) so for me yeah that's that i would say that's self-care for me oh wait so also i i lied i just remembered something also i think self-care as well is for me i tend to when i feel down or when i feel upset 
I tend to see how I can help somebody else and then that makes me feel better. Really? And it's something that I learned from Charlemagne, the book, The God, and he said that in the, um, what's his podcast called? The Brilliant Idiots, which I love that podcast with um, Andrew Schultz, where he was saying how when he falls down, um, he literally sees how he can help someone else. And I took that and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to try that. And just doing that, it feels incredible. Mm. Knowing how you can help someone. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, self-care for me, um, it looks like, like Cindy said, praying, communicating with God. Mm. Um, Sometimes crying it out. Yeah. Even though sometimes you don't even have a reason to cry. But it's just good to just cry. That's something I need to For some reason, just Mm. cry it out. Even if you're by yourself or whatever. Um, Probably talking to your friends about any issues you have. Mm. Even though it annoys them all the time. Cindy knows about some things I'm always complaining about and then um, I'm introverted so my social battery goes and I have to like book Sis. in a week I have to make sure I have at least two or three days where I have an evening to myself yep. to just come home and just sleep or read or um, watch Netflix yep. because I'm constantly around people mm. and around little kids as well so oh. the converse that you have with little children is is sometimes it's very interesting it's fun but mm. sometimes you need that adult conversation and i need time to be able to go back into my own head yeah and just be quiet yeah i need quiet same um or sometimes hey do you know when you got face mask cheeky face mask yeah um, i put on loud music i dance i twerk in my that's bedroom it. incredible same come on it's um, a mood it's a mood that's literally it do my hair because i love like doing my own hair is therapy for me as yeah. well she's incredible at it. i love doing my own hair yeah um bookings next year lol come on and yeah we're just going on instagram just scrolling down do you feel like instagram helps um with self-care in some ways or do you think that it helps to deplete self-care in some ways do you not that's a good question because sometimes it does if you want to take your mind off yourself and like you've got like some of the best comedian comedians on instagram (laughs) like and twitter you can see stuff that just makes you laugh true even if it's just stupid stuff like like i absolutely love ricky thompson's instagram i absolutely because he's so funny oh my god and the thing is he kind of empowers you Mm. in his like through his videos for me um when was it i think it was yesterday no it was wednesday i know why it was wednesday because i was wearing a nice dress in it and i wanted to stun (laughs) on some people but anyways finished um I watched one of his videos. It made me laugh, but I was like, yes, I'm the same as well. And I did the same thing in my mirror. That's sick. And I've got my own little Ricky Thompson video of myself in the mirror. Like, yes. Slight ugly? I don't know who that is. Ugly? so dead. Sorry, I don't know her. Um, So that made me feel better. Mm. And that made me feel really good. Mm. But sometimes, if I think it depends on who you follow and what kind yep. of content wow. pops up on your explore wow. page. Those are key things. Because I follow... Because obviously, I'm trying to get fit as well. Man's hitting the gym, doing gym life. And, and that. we can see the progress. Like, it's incredible. It's beautiful. Man. Like, I'm... And I love following certain fitness people. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see it constantly on my feed because then it makes me insecure and I don't want to go back to that place of insecurity. Wow. Because I'm not going to the gym 
to fix a problem quote unquote if that makes mm. sense it's to like have a healthy lifestyle That's because it. i want to live long for my kids of if course. i have kids um so it's like being able to know that you are in control of the content that you see is also a form of self-care mm. especially on twitter twitter is a toxic place Ugh, toxic place i think it's very similar to tumblr in some way yes um so what would be i would say what would be like your top five tips for being if you're a proactive instagram user like what would you say to ensure that you're living a life of of health and self-care what five things would you do or or advise someone maybe who's either joined instagram and they're fairly young like let's say they're teenager or they're older like an our age and they've joined instagram or they're proactively using it for Mm, both okay what would you say first of all Uh uh-huh be confident Yep. to unfollow or block people hallelujah that's don't be a word. shook like, it's a word even if it's your own friend yeah but apparently now you can mute people i've been muting so, people anyway from time right, so come on or deleting <laughs> i ain't got time so you can mute delete block anything you need to do to protect your own space if they've got toxic captions delete them like don't feel like you need to put them put that negative energy into your own life because they're your friend or there's certain posts that you like like it's not that deep there's other people that will have the same content as them go and find them that are more positive mm, um speak on it second don't be afraid to follow people that have content that you really enjoy and that um helps you and boosts your mood and all of that stuff mm third don't be afraid to take breaks or delete the app off your phone amen don't don't let FOMO come and kill you. Like, fear of missing out. Like, sometimes I feel like, right, if I delete Instagram, so someone else posted. Someone else, yeah. No, honestly, that You're was my meme fear. queen. I love memes. So this I get meme scared. Queen. I get scared if I'm behind on a meme. I have to know where it's come from. <laughs> like, I have to do research. I need to have the video on my phone. I need to have the source. Where did I'm it come dead. from? Like, I've got so many memes. I have the fear of missing out on the next meme nice. because we're so quick. Um... So don't be afraid of that or like what people are saying. Yes. Last two. I don't know. What would you say for the last two? Um, last two. I think I would say don't download Instagram if you're not in a place where you feel comfortable with yourself. Mm, because then you'll it. be posting things more of to see, oh, how many likes did I get? Yes. Or or you'll be sort of creating a persona of yourself or a caricature of yourself um, that sort of craves social media attention, which mm. obviously isn't the authentic you. And then that can be, it can so easily become not only just a persona, but almost become you and you becoming, it's almost like that Black Mirror episode where it was based on likes. Yeah. 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 And you're basically rating people based on social approval. And that might not be happening so um, overtly, but that is systematically that is happening mm. in terms of the way that Instagram obviously is designed and um, that hierarchical sort of thing. So mm. I would say make sure you're confident and you love yourself before you join these kind of apps. And I'd say the last thing of it is is I think um, yeah, like don't be afraid to um, not only delete DMs if they're not 
Mm. I've got a few for you. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's, you know, just giving me weird energy, don't be afraid to delete that, like, or delete them, not only from Instagram, but also out of your life. Wow, come on. That's what I would say. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that you might cancel in real life, but you've got them on Instagram, so you can't be still watching what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And then that sort of, that still innately affects you. So I'm like, do you know what? If you've cut them out of your life and you feel like that's the right decision, just cut them off because you don't want to be watching them and seeing what they're doing. And then if you see, you might perceive something the wrong way. Like that's yeah, the key thing with social true. media. With social media, it's too easy for people to perceive things the wrong way. You can't get your authentic self across. Even the nature of the way these apps are designed it's not designed for you to get your authentic nature across. Mm. It's meant to be a persona of you. I mean, otherwise, imagine if you were to po- you had to post on Instagram every part of yourself. Mm. You imagine. Yeah, no one would like that. Your feed would look absolutely horrific. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's only a highlights reel. That's it, literally, and re- and you have to remember that. Yeah. For yourself, yeah. And bonus tip. Yes. Don't fall for that comparison thing yes because sometimes yeah you and your friend may have like the same picture and you post up at the same time but they get more likes than you like it's not that deep like you're still in the picture people have liked it if you add it all up together like you've probably got a couple of hundred likes like don't compare yourself to like comments that people write on other people's um pictures like yes queen slay slay but you don't get those comments like i mm. think it's what cindy said like make sure you know who yourself yeah. who you are first and you're comfortable in that and you absolutely love yourself when you get to that point i think you'll be able to use um social media a bit more efficiently and you won't be able to fall into those traps of That's it. oh i'm not as good looking as that person i don't get that yeah. many likes i don't get guys sliding into my dms yeah. like there's more to life than that that's it sis social Mm. media ain't real people on social media ain't real it's facts it's not real so don't fall for the hype honestly that's it people and anyway you have to understand that even if random people do follow you and stuff like that people are falling in love with an ideal persona of you Mm. you know imagine if if half of them knew the the real you in every aspect of yourself would they really accept that and would you be hurt if they rejected you then you have to think to yourself. That's why it's so important to just know yourself and stay that way. Mm. All right. So, like, I would, I wanted to ask you, like, so, what were any? Have you always been open to receiving self care? Because, from my personal experience, I haven't been, and sometimes I still struggle with the concept of self care. Actually, looking after yourself. There's an element where I don't know if it's because a sense of. Um, African culture, like, luckily my parents have never really suppressed me for, like, things, like, that I've suffered from, like, depression and anxiety, considering the fact that my mum suffers from depression herself, Mm. but, uh, and anxiety as well herself, so I wanted to say, have you always been as embracing with the idea of self-care, or has it been a battle for you to actually accept that it's okay for you to accept and love yourself, and give yourself attention? That's a good question. I think... I think I did at first because... I felt like... um, Looking after myself was a sense of me being prideful. Mm, Yeah, same. And you... Like, if you... Because I always... 
I always the thing is with me I've realized that if I there's a moment when I want to take time for myself but then someone's like hey sir do you want to hang out I can only do this day I'm like yeah sure even though I so desperately needed that rest wow. I put other people in front of me um, and then I realised that it's getting to the point where I'm so tired Oof. but I keep giving other people my time because I want them to feel loved wow. and taken care of um, that's something I struggled for a while it was only like a couple of weeks ago I had to be like um, I can't I'm not free at this time or if I was with someone and I did plan to go and have time by myself I wouldn't feel guilty for leaving halfway through and be like sorry guys I have to go but I'll come and meet you guys later mm. um, mm. I did feel bad for looking after myself wow why because I felt like where did that stem from it's that sense of insignificance like why do I deserve to look after myself wow like, if I'm worth nothing in people's eyes, like, why do I need to wow. look after... Because they don't... If they don't care about me, why should I care about me? Wow. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense, but wow. Um, but we thank God that's been broken. So yeah. I don't have that mentality anymore. That's why I used to put thank people... God. I used to put people above myself a lot. Wow. And sometimes I still struggle with that because I still want people to feel loved. Um, But obviously, I need to love myself too. Mm. Mm. Um. And that's what that's why i really because i desperately like if i don't have time to recuperate and have that time of quiet i can't give the best of me to others which is kind of contradictory because if i want to spend time with people i want i do want to give them my best self mm. the best of me not my best self because that's deception but um yeah that's probably mm-hmm. why i didn't want to self-care anymore wow. but now because when you get older, you realise people actually just don't care. They will just use you Ooh, for your... This is a word. For their own personal gain. Mm, and when they're done, they'll see come, ya. Yeah, they'll come and ask you, hey, are you okay? How's your week? And then they'll come and drop. They use that as an entryway to demand what they really want from you. That's it. That's why I don't have time for that anymore. If you... If, like, if I know you only talk to me when you need something, don't, don't ask me how I am. Just drop your request let me decline or accept and then keep it moving it doesn't mean i don't hate you or anything it means that you've made it clear to me what you want and i won't get confused or hurt or hurt from it yes um yeah no i 100 percent agree with you with that 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 is the appropriate way to move forward and i think that is really a tip really that we need to carry into life Mm. i 100 percent agree with you on that and what a pastor said to me, he was like, Sata, you need to not be afraid of getting hurt because because I used to invest so much in people and just what they do, but then in return, they don't really care about me that That's much. It. I used to be hurt. So mm. it made me stop allowing people into my heart. Like, I, I've wow. created boundaries and walls because I'm just like, all they're going to do is hurt me. Yeah. But this pastor was like, don't be afraid to be hurt like mm. still love people mm. but trust that god will heal you wow so i was just like right that's deep that's hard to it do it's really hard how did you are you would you say you're at that point where you're oh, doing that I'm for not, yourself i'm not there yet or do you think do you ever think it's do, do you think that spiritually it's a place of destination that it's something that you will be able to exercise 
fluidly yeah or do you feel like it's a constant challenge because we're human i feel like that you will always i feel like 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 you'll have it at some days mm. and you won't have it at others i feel like it's a muscle that you need to flex like oh i like that you know when you go gym and like obviously man you need to start on you need to start on the 5kg 10 increase it as you get stronger so as the weight gets it feels lighter and lighter it means you're getting stronger and stronger. So you'll wow. be able to use that muscle more and more often. That's sick. Um, so, like, the muscle of being able to love others without the expectation of being loved back is a really strong muscle that we all need to develop. Wow. Because there are going to be days where people just use you, but... And don't... And hurt you and don't apologise. But you still need to be strong enough to be like, okay, I'm still going to love you anyway. But building strength in that muscle is still a sense of self-care. Mm. And it will take time to get that muscle strong. Yeah. Um, but part of self-care is allowing yourself to take the time to get to any kind of emotional, physical, spiritual, financial goals that you need to. Mm. Like, mm. don't rush, on it. Don't on rush it. the process because... Um, I'm going to use another gym analogy again. Like, if you overload your muscles, Come on. you actually injure yourself in the long term. Oh, yes. You can't go from 5kg to freaking 35kg in a week. insane. Thinking that you're strong enough to handle that. You're not strong enough. And it's okay to realise that you're not strong enough to do that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, be honest with yourself. Yeah. Another self-care tip. Be honest with yourself. On Wednesday, I had... I've had a situation for a long time and I had to come home after a long day and deep to myself I was like raw this is what's going on in my heart wow. and I literally I came home I won't like I came home I was tired I sat on my bed and I was just like fuck like fuck I'm actually like some yeah sad like you're actually feeling this way and it's okay I've been denying it to myself for like months mm. but it's okay to get to the point of okay you realise this is the emotion that you're dealing with. Okay, but how are we going to deal with it in a healthy way? Mm. Um, and make sure people don't get hurt in the process of you dealing with that emotion. Mm. Um, That's so it's just beautiful. being... It's being self-aware. Because yeah. I'm very introspective. I'm always... Analy- an, you're the queen of, like, analysing. I'm always analysing my actions. Mind. Yeah. I'm always analysing my actions, my behaviours, my speech and evaluating them as well wow. I'm like Sata okay you've done this that person reacted in that way how can we do how can we present that in a better way next time you encounter that person or situation um, but I think it takes a bit of some people are naturals at it like myself some people you need to train yourself to do that Yeah. and I think everyone needs to train that because it it builds a sense of um, discipline I think it's a form of discipline, discipline and empathy me. for other people yeah you won't be a psychopath like if you know how to put yourself in other people's shoes yeah um so yeah self-care self-care is important for yourself but it's important for others as well yeah because if you don't love yourself you can't love others that's it that's literally it wow do you have anything else to say with the wisdom i feel like i've just preached on this soundcloud no but it's it's necessary and i think a lot of people need to hear it and i think one thing that i wanted to touch on was the art of actually forgiveness mm. um forgiving yourself and forgiving others because i think a lot in life it's like, it's like what you were talking about i want to touch on the idea of like you know people mistreating you 
and how you navigate yourself through that because i think sometimes a lot of people then as a result of being hurt they hurt themselves um it might be obviously through self-harm or it might be through neglect towards themselves and Mm. isolation so i think it's it's very key that like you're saying you are aware of yourself and you also you have key people who know you and they're able to check in on you Mm. do you know what i mean and that you're open enough as well that i think a form of self-care as well is actually recognizing when you need help Mm. and having enough humility to do so to ask for help yeah because i'm someone who like with me i'm cool with helping other people and i love helping other people because i believe like i love to see people grow and flourish and i want them to do better than i ever will like i want them to flourish and be the best that they can be like i genuinely believe that but i think that um as open as i am to helping people and giving advice and listening Mm. i need to actually know that it's okay that i can do that to somebody else because i've realized that with some aspects of myself i'm very closed off and i don't like to express when i'm upset because i think i'm being negative Mm, because i'm a very positive person like by nature i'm a very upbeat bubbly like loud person Mm. so then when i'm going through a hardship i won't even say yeah because i don't it's a part of me that's like i'd rather partially be in denial of it or i'll sort of brush it off i'm like okay i feel sad but whatever like there's worse people feeling things Mm. and i think self a part of self-care is actually acknowledging your own emotions like obviously acknowledging them but not getting too consumed in them where they sort of you create a culture out of your emotions Mm. like you've you've got to allow yourself to feel the way that you feel but then also know like be able to discern your emotions and and find a way to exert them in a healthy way Mm. a healthier way so with me like i found that journaling works and that i might talk to my mum or I'll talk to one other friend or I'll talk to God about the situation yeah. and pray that he would reveal somebody to me to talk to or I'll just talk to my to a friend and just let them know like this is how I'm feeling like I had an incident not long ago where I just like I just was not in a right place mm. and even me myself like I knew I wasn't in a right place but I suppressed that and as a result of that it's like a situation escalated when it didn't need to go to that mm. that point when it could have been as simple as okay I need to actually talk to God on this, um, talk to somebody else on this and ask for advice. And I think never be afraid to ask people for advice. Mm. And also to, um, lastly, I'd say, really make sure that you've got key people who are there for you, That's who it. are not using you, who aren't there. Because I mean, if somebody is not being honest and authentic with their motives with you and you don't know where they stand, you're not soap. You're not wishy-washy. You're, like, we haven't got time for that. You've got to know what it is and know what it's not. And if you don't know what it's not, just be distant with that person. Like, still help them out in ways that you can, but be distant and be wary. You've got to know the people who are around you because they will affect you as well. Affect Because they're affected by their own thoughts and other people's thoughts. But they also have so much power in how they affect you. So I would say a part of self-care is making sure that you've got a squad. Like, and a squad might be one other person it could be it could range from one person to five people but mm. if you have i know this might sound skeptical but and weird for some but i think if you've got too many people in your squad like too many cooks spoil that both fam like what? somebody will no somebody will be saying something you've got to ask yourself yes. is it is it a squad of gossip or is it a oh, squad of authenticity so because you might come and say like what you have like 20 people in your squad 
that's a massive squad. That's an army fam, even. <laughs> like, brother, we ain't got time for that. 20 people. That, that makes my head hurt. Oh that's a gosh. class of students. The thing is, Sugar. the relationships won't be strong with everyone in that that's squad. That's what I'm saying. So imagine I say, I say to Saturn, I go, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm just in this hard situation. Then she goes to tell someone that she truly can confide in. Yeah. Then that person that she truly thought she could confide in is actually two-faced and then yeah, goes yeah. to somebody else. And yeah, before yeah. you know it, it might have been something as simple as, oh, I'm feeling upset today because this happened. And it'll be like Chinese whispers. By the time it goes to the whole squad, you'll find out, oh, Cindy slept with this person Bruh. and did this yes. and is upset because of that. And you'll be like, did I even say that? So how do you know if someone's a good friend? Like, how would you know if someone's, like, loyal? They accept your imperfections. Like, when you have an off day, are you able to quickly resolve the situation or are you going to be quick to tell other people about what happened? That's very true. It's, it's that simple. Like, if I have, like... And obviously, like, as much as me and Sarah as friends, we've had a handful of, like, tips. I wouldn't say we've had in-depth, like, oh, my gosh, this is... Like, I can't see myself. But we've had our moments. Mm. But it's about us both... We're both able to acknowledge that, like, okay, I went wrong here. I put my hands up 100%. That's it. And this is something... I'm, I triggered you in this way, and you triggered me in that way. Mm. And I think it's about how quickly you can forgive someone. Yeah. How open and honest you can be. Because I think a lot of people... Like, I feel like especially... If you're somebody who likes to be like... Who likes to make people feel comfortable and be people pleaser. Sometimes, as a result of that, you can create a persona out of that. And so, then when you're encountering people, that persona is there. So, I think it's it's about how authentic can you be? Can you just be yourself? Has that, has that person seen the best of you and the worst of you? In fact, I would so... I would go so far to say this is me personally but I truly believe that friendships and relationships are quite similar the only difference is that one is romantic but the other one like of course it's still it's still a a basis of love in it of course but the love is expressed differently but in terms of the fact can you just be yourself can you actually cry can you can you cry together can you just talk about things can you laugh Mm. and I think I think as well when you have that a lot of people will see that as well as yourself and you'll just feel it like you'll know you have a true friend mm. like with Satara I know I've got a true friend there I know that in fact I don't even see her as a friend I see her as my sister and she knows that that's she's it. literally an organ like she's a part of me come on my left just, leg that's it Halia. From um, come on you're my right leg so it's lit but yeah it's just as simple as can we be ourselves? Can we talk things out? Mm. Are we talking about things that we can both see ourselves growing? There's no hierarchy mm. inserted and there's no maliciousness. We both want to see ourselves succeed. Like, yeah. but what's your, um, what's your definition of that? Like of a true friend? Because my relationship with friends have been mad in the same, past. Same, same. I think it really like, fuck you primary over, school like really, it was quite traumatic as well because wow. then you, for me in primary school that's mm. when i really like um understood two-facedness and Mad. i'm actually really i was really young in primary school. because fam i had sleepover the two girls were talking about me in my own house uh? when i was around the court i was like wow and so, so you caught them yeah i did wow and um, you had the that's we had sleepover at your house yeah that's and then um obviously secondary school was a bit mad as well was that just in terms of like fitting in the usual like f- yeah. finding yourself knowing like, who you are and trying to navigate the thing is with squads it the size can also it's a bit nuts squad size is a bit nuts is like depending on how you build relationships 
So you can have a squad of like four people if the relationships between all four people and distinctively aren't because four people can come together and jam and hang out and it's lit. But if the individuals all together don't have a strong relationship with each other individually, the squad isn't that solid. Sarah, you're on fire today. Um, So it's learning how to build relationships with individuals rather than as a squad. Mm. Um, And you shouldn't be having to work too hard. Yeah. As well, if you find that you're, you're, you're sweating to even say hello. Yeah. Like, like... Sorry, that was I was doing a face. Lol. That's probably why you're gonna hear <laughs> you silence. You know when you forget that you're recording. I was literally like, um, bruh. That was literally what I was saying. It's like a true friend is someone who really does accept you for who you are and all your trash behavior. <laughs> oh, because Cindy knows that I'm trash. Oh my god! No. Like I can come across holy, but girl, if you knew what's going on That's in my what, head, if we work though, because I'll make the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. when I'm out of pocket, she'll like with me. Like, I'm out savage. of pocket. Cindy's a savage. No, but she's it's petty. not my fault. No, <laughs> <She's> because <petty. laughs> no, 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 no. If people move mad, I'm telling you now. I'm just saying this. I'm not gonna put up with the BS. The if you move mad. Look, listen. Some people will... don't know what time it is, but don't worry. That's why I have a watch to let you know what time it is. Can you hear the passion in her voice? No, because some Cindy people will, will they don't know. What, no, they don't know what time it is. So I have to bring out my watch and let them know what time it is. Because people think that they can be moving. She will left, bring right, the strap. Cindy will be the one get the strap. Like <laughs> she will really bring the strap. Instead of six in... nine, I'm Cindy nine. Look, because... listen. She'll sit in your face and ask you the question. <laughs> no because no um it's not even like it's this simple keep the same energy that's what i'm gonna say Come this, on. it's T- not this K-T-S-E. is not even it's not even a yearly thing this is for the rest of your life keep the same energy if you're putting in mad energy don't be surprised when so i'm not saying i'm gonna reciprocate that but somebody else will don't yeah. start acting shocked if you're the person who stole the money, don't get shocked when they start accusing you. I start saying you stole the money. Don't start being like, oh my God, me? I would never. When um, we all saw yeah. you steal the money. <laughs> See, Cindy's confrontational. I'm not. So we kind of balance each other out. So if there is an instance... And I get the Cindy sense. is being confrontational, I'll be able to shut it down. Yeah, quickly. no. Yeah, exactly. So no, it's she's my being savior. able to... Um, help each other out yeah. in situations and make sure you want the best yeah. from each other because some people if they put you down oh. in sly ways through compliments even do you know what I mean like that backward, sly, oh. backward compliments that's not a true friend no, because honestly, they're jealous of you that's what I'm saying and they slightly want to see your downfall so you oh, need people in your life that are solid that want you to grow that love you for who you are and your trash behaviour they tell you the truth they don't encourage everything you do that's what i love like i'm so happy if you, you move said that. if you move mad and they encourage you to move mad they want you to lose or they, they want to just entertain you and see your yeah, downfall they want to see you take that out that's the thing that's why i'm grateful for um, but we also need to be aware of our own actions like yeah, am i being yeah, a good friend and yeah, that's something i've yeah. been challenged in even me like, especially geez. like sometimes i feel like a trash friend no you're you not. don't have time to like holler at everyone that you want to oh this and is spend me. Time with them. Facts. Because you're working. You and want so time many to people, and it's not even in an arrogant way, but when you're in adult life, you realize so many people want a piece of you, but you're only one person. That's yeah. why, like, I know a lot of people have been saying, like, in the past year and this year, like, I cannot come and kill myself. But really and truly, it's it's a very real thing. Yeah. It's a very real thing. You cannot 
come and you know really put everything that you have because if you're investing all that energy how are you going to even invest into a better you how do you not know that you could be giving better information from a better you or better mm. wisdom from a better you yeah. you need to take that time to evolve you know what i mean and to also just give a break like give yourself a break sorry yeah That's but no it. but i think what you touched on that last point is very key like having friends who will actually tell you when you're moving mad like i'm so happy that i have sat because that will literally be like because i'll literally ask her do you think i moved mad then she'll be like, if I move mad, she'll be like, 100%, I think yeah. you move mad. Yeah. And it's important that you have people who will tell you how it is. You need people to tell you how it is and keep it 100 with you. All right. So to wrap up Woo! this issue of... One hour, baby. Oh, bruv, we've, we've talked for long. Um, but it's lit. To wrap up it's a special. this um, thing about self-care, Mini, yeah. what do you... Th- what is one big final tip to summarize the whole thing about self-care what should people do to start that journey of self-care and self-love how do you Uh, start it i would say it starts with appreciating yourself like what i one thing that i did um that my youth like my youth leaders they helped me was like getting a post-it note and writing one positive thing about myself Mm. and one place where i'd like to go and i I, I was so young at the time and yeah of course I was on board but I also thought oh, what's the significance in doing this but you actually start to make those small steps to accept yourself and accept the reality of who you are so mm. I'd say it starts off with accepting the reality of who you are because then you'll stop um, being a caricature of people's perceptions of who you are or who they think that you are mm. and you can start being your best self what about you? I think it's this just is wisdom it's just recognising um that you actually do need to look after yourself Seriously, if you can't recognize it then brother you can't go nowhere yeah you ain't going nowhere you're just gonna <laughs> though he said nowhere <laughs> nowhere nowhere you're just gonna <laughs> stagnate oh come on you're just gonna stand, come on pasta. you're just gonna stand there okay. bro so it's recognizing that um some of your patterns is actually wrong and just taking the time to deep and correct where can you go just making a plan even if it starts off with you putting on putting on one face mask a week yes sis. go for it speak on if it. it means you going out for a drink with a friend once a week or once a month go for it if it means it's you taking the time to tell your parents you're not washing that plate today you're gonna stay in your room it's okay take like don't be afraid mm. to stand firm for yourself because if you don't stand from your firm for yourself who else is gonna do it? Sis, you're absolutely correct. So look after yourself. But that's but track of the week. That's what I was. I know. Sis! <laughs> this is why we're friends. What is your song of the week? Oh wow, sis, can I start? Yeah, I've been excited. I'm for this so one. excited. I'm so happy that you're excited. Go go for this it. one. I, yeah. I'm listening in. Oh, I this think one. I know what it is. No, you don't actually. You really don't because this one came out like this song's new. Really. So. If you know, be young. Okay. Ring, ring, pondy, hands free. <laughs> Piftin call her shanty. She pink. Right, fam, that was my track. And then this guy comes out with another banger. Jeez! Listen, Jeez! be young, 079 me. You need to listen to that song. You need to 079 me. Oh my God. <laughs> when it comes on the Capital Extra, that's my station. In the car. Shout out to Capital Extra. I would love to host your radio show one day. Jeez! Come on. 
Um, it's Money Maker Four Days. Listen, I that song goes on loud. So shout out to Be Young. I really thought he was a a black man when um. It's true. I really Didn't thought it was a black man when the first single came out. But when it was an uh, he's he's Cypriot. That's what he said on Comfort really? Yeah, he's Greek Cypriot or something like that. How does he sound like? Does he have any accent at all, or is it British? It's British. I think. It's, I think he's he's a Londoner. He's a Londoner through and through. Um, so be young, gang, just gang. keep coming out with the young hits, mate. Oh seven nine me is a banger. It's through. a summer tune. So when school closes, Ooh. bro, just know that that is gonna be banging out loud on my radio. It does now anyway. Don't matter. School's still open, but I'm banging it out loud. But that song is a track and it's a summer tune. I'll be definitely playing it when I'm out in the park with my rosé and just being trash. So be young, keep doing you. you. That song is a banger. Someone bail 079 me because I'm single. It's actually 074 because I don't have an 079 number, but it's okay. You better 074 me. Ah, does it? Um, What's your the way you make that work. <laughs> I actually hate you for it. You made it work. Oh my gosh. And I cannot stand you for it. Um, I think my track is Drake in my feelings. Right, Ooh. okay. Because the thing is, it's upbeat because I expected it to be one, you know. I will be one, you know, really, really. This Which is about my is it son. on the A Scorpion. side or A side or the B side? I think it's on. Which side is it on? I think it's on B. Yeah, because they say it's on B because it's like hype. It's not. It's not as slow paced as I thought. It's very hype. Is there any features on it? What on the album? No, on that song. No, it's, it's just, just Drake. Drake. It's just Drizzy, baby. And then, um, yeah, I think that would be it. Completely honest. Come on, that's my song. That's my track. I usually have more than one, but I know really she comes with albums. Like this girl's usually on her phone. Like she got the list. But I'm waiting for the internet's album to drop, please. Ooh. Because that is when come my over. Oh. Was really oh. good. Come over. Sid is baby girl. She's really just living her best life. Listen. She, also, can we just touch on the directing of that whole beautiful, beautiful video? The color, the colors, the, the natu- colors. Yeah. The 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 black beauty in it. Listen and the bass. It rains. It pours. That's, that's our another, song. That's another. That's track as our well. song. Praise the, praise the Lord and ASAP Rocky. ASAP praise Bay the Rocky. Lord. Hallelujah. PTL. Oh, when you hear that, you know it's about to go down. Vixen calling. I don't know the number. When you hear ASAP say that, you said, "Oh, I said bring it back." I said, "Pop, pop, pop." Bring it all the Mate, way back. I even want to break the law so those lyrics can be accurate <laughs> to me. Because I said, I praise the Lord, then I break the, the law. law. I said, uh, oh, come on, pastor. I said, let's preach the word. Uh, I'm going to repent after that song. Because, sis, we really be breaking the law and praising the Lord out here. The cats, the youth, the you dogs, the oh, rats. Oh, I said, let me shout this animal. I, I said, said, is this Noah's Ark? Let's listen, shout all the animals. Let's shout out all the animals. The U.S. of hate. It's not oh, ready for the skep. I said, the it shouldn't rain and it pours listen, in blessings. That's and in the sp- I said, this is how I know ASAP Rocky has come to London. When he said it rains, it pours. <laughs> My guy knew about the weather. From the- he honestly, knew. he knew. He knew. But yeah, listen. That's our joint favourite. That honestly. is, yeah, honestly, track of the week. Come but on, yeah. I'm testing. Um, so that is the end of the podcast. Come on. It's been longer than usual because we ain't been out it's here. It's a special, yeah. It's a special. It's, no, essentially, yeah. it could be like two in, two episodes in one. Lol. If you think about it, that's the length of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you did take, you learned something from um, the whole self-care regiment, not yeah. regiment, section. Jeez, these long words, yeah? <laughs> Listen. 
Um, Come and see chemistry. Really just flowing. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to calcium, potassium. Listen, on, shout out to the iron. periodic table. Cheers, hey, hello. Things. Come on, shout out to KKK. What She said shout out to KKK. Okay, Cindy's cancelled. I said K three times because of potassium, but I didn't mean to say KKK <laughs> like that. I After I said the last K, listen, my head actually checked listen, in. Next like, thing you know, Cindy takes off her face and then it's just you're one gonna white Cindy girl. West. <laughs> one white girl just come out. I said, yay. <laughs> I have to jump out my window. But um I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She didn't mean KKK the spirit of Kanye almost. We hit really, me. we really niggas out here. Negroes. Negroes. So. The Migos, come on. Negroes. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll be back. I wanna bring on a guest. So Yes you, Why are you shouting? I got like, so excited. I know. If we need to utilize sorry. the unbothered podcast email. So, if you actually do... No, do you not. Let's do letters, emails. Yeah. Problems. If you want Email's advice. in the bio. So. Yeah, the email is in the bio. So, it's the unbotheredpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow our Instagram at the unbothered podcast. That's us. Um, but yeah, follow, like, um, share. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, see ya, peace. See ya.